Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Films and Swear Movie Podcast. I'm your host Stu and it's just me at the moment. This is a recorded introduction to a, a back episode. Yes, we, originally we were going to record Interview with the Vampire starring Brad Pitt and Nicholas, not Nicholas Cage, Tom Cruise. Uh, but tonight I'm on my own. Andy's not feeling too good. I'm starting to feel a bit of shit myself. So it's no fit state to record a podcast in. So we've pulled I Saw the Devil, which we recorded with Trevor from Mass Movie Side UK back in May 2013. This will have to keep you guys going. In the meantime, we will be back for episode 103, which will be Jay. And at the moment, it looks like it's going to be Jay for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, nothing else to report. It's a decent episode. Hope you get a laugh out of it. The sound might be a wee bit funny because it was recorded in an echoey room. Until next time, filmsandswearing.com. We have a website now. Uh, Amazon links at the very bottom of the page. If you want to support the podcast, that'll be ace. And until next time, fuck off and tune in. Two weeks. our next movie I Saw the Devil plot consists of a psychotic serial killer is on the loose committing some of the most diabolical crimes the police have ever witnessed no one is safe as the body count rises and the killer continues his evil odyssey of sadistic butchery but when the fiance of an elite special agent becomes one of his victims a personal investigation becomes a merciless and brutal game of vengeance as one violent encounter leads to another it's a game of where the hunter becomes as unhinged as the hunted Yes. I understood that. Okay. Yeah. English. Spoke it. Done. Let's go home, boys. You so, are home. Uh, I'm going to have to tell you, this is not to be mistaken with another film that, uh, when looking on the internet to see what versions of this was on the your interwebs, yeah. there's two results for I Saw the Devil. Is it? There's, of course, Kim Ji Woon's Shocking thriller, I Saw the Devil, mm-hmm. or there is Capri Caprivelli's I Saw the Devil and I Fucked Her. <laughs> <laughs> there is, we do not watch that film and I Saw the Devil at the same time. <laughs> Nothing. Compare. No. Why is it on website Spunk Bang? Because it is porn. <laughs> it is porn. Is it a parody of this film? No, it's got nothing to do with this film. Oh. It's just sex. <laughs> when you when I looked up on a torrent website, both that was the top result. I saw the devil and I fucked her. It's just like a hillbilly with devil fucking horn hairband on getting shag. I just think it was like the alternative cut that Choi Min Sick wasn't expecting. <laughs> oh, he gets fucked. Aye. <laughs> like Lee Byung Hun finds him, fucking cripples him, and then just fucks him in the fucking, <laughs> in the fucking wee greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Is that this is me for this is how I'm gonna plan the tracking device up here. <laughs> <laughs>
And then he finishes by breaking his arm, <laughs> wiping his dick on his face, and walks. So yes, I just don't want us to get confused in case any of you watched that movie instead. I'll have to look that up when I get in. Mm, no, I think I watched the right one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, directed again by Kim Ji Woon. This one was written by uh, Park Hoon Jung, who is uh, his latest film. He's basically went from I Saw the Devil to directing his own movies now. Yeah. Uh, none of them seem as dark as this one, but his new one's supposed to be pretty good. It's due out this year. Uh, written and directed by Park Hoon Jung it's called A New World and this is obviously an undercover mob movie mm. starring Choi Min Sik as the lead so mm. I think he's like the big gang boss and after it could be him that dies and then they're basically looking to elect a new leader but they're also finding it's a good time to have the police infiltrate the Golden Moon Triad well, Korean mob mm-hmm so it might be worth looking out for mm. um, there is one thing I'll, I do plan on talking with uh, Paul Quinn again for this What's Korean Cinema because there's a, an interesting thing on here I want. I think he'll know a lot more about this than me but uh, I Saw the Devil was the first major role for Choi Min Sik since his self-imposed exile uh, in process to changes to Korean cinema quota system he let they stopped doing films for over five years after something changed in Korea mm-hmm. about the way they were doing their films and he basically done a personal proce- uh, protest protest and just fucking walked oh. and went back to like stage acting mm-hmm. and there was uh, roles like this and another it's like a Tibetan movie that like you you done a small part in that and then this was the movie <clears throat> to bring him back to it but yeah. it was supposedly a big deal in Korea that he walked off the scene like it kind of like his peak, like when he was really, really big, coming out of like the Vengeance trilogy and things like that. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'm hoping Paul could enlighten us a little bit more on that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, pass this on to Trevor first. What did you think of I Saw the Devil? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think it would be, I always keep talking about Old Boy, but I think we've been talking about that. He says, well, have you seen this? That, ooh. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, I absolutely loved it. This, I think I will have to go and purchase this on Blu-ray. If the extras are uh, good, be, this would be like high up there, I think. Definitely mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. great. I don't even pay attention to what uh, extras. extras was on it. I do believe, I think, I did rent the Blu-ray and it had, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a, a making of. And I noticed it, there was a making of, but I, it I didn't did. have like, a giant list. Uh, I do it's think it was it as expansive as like the good and the bad and the weird, but there was mm. definitely some behind the scenes stuff. Ah. Uh, possibly deleted scenes as well. Cool. But um, this is like, I reckon if I could argue which is the more iconic role. Well, okay, iconic role, definitely. Uh, old Boy will be like the one everyone knows, Choi Min Sick 4. Yeah. But I Saw the Devils as most fucking sadistic role. Aye. Like, oh, oh, so he's a victim in Old Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the dude's just fucking scary in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... He, I can't remember if he's brought this up himself or I've cottoned on to it, but he resembles, uh, like, Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. Mm-hmm. Like, where he has, like, the long hair all gelled back and it's, like, the big sunglasses. And it's just... 
like his psycho fucking nature in Cape Fear channels like this dude's energy like as well and it just feels like he kind of takes on like that similar persona he just becomes a, he's just sort of so laid back like, isn't he and then he just kind of I think when we said this before it's just like a whole zero to sixty and like boom that's it you know like, like when he first goes to speak to her and he's like, oh are you okay and she's like oh, I'm fine I'm fine and then he just it's like he just goes off shot and a different actor comes in because he's just so enraged and he's just fucking trying to get in the car to get to her it's like mm-hmm. holy shit Aye, and that that is like the big thing with this film is it's shocking violence. Like it, like he just Kim Ji Won just leaves that camera there. Like there's like you see the person get battered with a, like a, a pipe, and mm-hmm. it's just that was the only bit that got me. It's like it must be very weak to be able to hit somebody in the head like nineteen times with a bit of steel, and then them still survive. Now, are you thinking of Lee Byung-Han's character in the house at the end, or...? No, I'm just talking about, like, when at the very start when he bars a fucking with a hammer. So I, I keep thinking if I'd done that, it's like the, the big giant hole in her head. If I'd done it, if I had, like, five times the same place with a hammer, I'd think I'd break the skull. Mm-hmm. That's only how it got me. It's like, the violence is good, but... just Is he not, not like, a realist as well, though? Would he not want to try and keep her alive, because... Aye, aye, it is revealed that he likes to pleasure first, like pleasure before pain, mm. like the fucking laugh inside his laughing I mean, flesh. You never got to see any of that though. Aye, aye. Unless it was maybe, maybe a, a deleted scene or something. Because, mm-hmm, well, it does, it gives you the impression that he just batters these, well, his first few victims, like mm. the the fiancé of Lee Byung-Hun is like his first known victim to us. Yeah. So he just cracks her about the head and then just uh, as she's like pleading for her life talking about the, the baby in her belly and things like that yeah. and not even flinching he just drops the blade down I guess on the neck just, oh, just, just, that's <laughs> what I thought it like off the head mm. uh, like, yeah. it wasn't even taking that into consideration just sitting smoking his fag and then went chop yeah, I did kind of have like a wee sad bit in his eye and then just like like just kill her a wee flash of maybe a conscience yeah. and then mm. just, just, chop 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the movie has been supposedly heavily edited and I, well not heavily but uh, basically Korea wasn't going to release it in their cinemas because it was that violent so it basically had to do quite a few changes so just... this, was, this was the Waterdown version of his vision aye, oh, aye. God, he's a, he's a like, fucking psycho I think there's <laughs> possibly a shot I think in, I must have read it at some point but I think he's throwing the body parts into a basket. Like the person chopped up, and then it's just a clear shot of arms, legs, maybe a tit, just <laughs> being launched across the room into the basket. There's probably bits like that that are just saying you're just taking it a little bit too far. <laughs> and also scenes where uh, also he stumbles across his friends, who's like the, who's like a cannibal, like a flesh eater. Yeah. And the dinner they're eating, you could tell, like they're eating clearly eating flesh, like the guy's mm. eating. Raw and afraid, oh, yeah. he's, he's just just rather he's just fine. Uh, like there's supposedly a shot where you could see just the flesh on the table. I know, just probably just have been raw beef or some shit. Like that. Oh, su- supposedly it was just actually parts of a body on the table that oh, it was eaten no. from. But that no, that's what I'm saying. This is what they were they've probably cut out. Oh, right. Like it's. No, hangers, but I, I thought I put two together and kind of got that from it because it was like, what the fuck else is going to be eating that's that red. that kind of colour? No, and I thought they were eating human. Just... Aye, 
and like drink almost like he was drinking blood as well. I was like, that mm. looks quite bright for wine and but we'll get back to those characters later on. Uh, mm. Andy, well, your thoughts on the film? Good, awesome. Trusted like, as fuck. I know, it's I love it. <laughs> it's like one of these things where it kinda it does outstage like the Vengeance trilogy on intensity and because uh, like uh, Old Boy and Mr. Vengeance and these films are I guess slower paced like the I Saw the Devil is almost like kind of a scene to scene for him finding a new person to fucking torture and mm. and like just I should have done a body count because well there, there is there's very little time to kind of catch a breath in between I, like him kind of killing folk and then um, like Lee Byung finds about it and he starts tracking him down and you know like it's finds him beats the fuck out of him but knows that he's probably going to keep going because he's a serial killer and that's what they do he's not going to be able to to go on without it so he knows the best way to get him is I'll I'll plant a tracker on you Mm. and I'll just keep coming back and getting you and getting you and you can see the sort of conflict he's like oh fuck you I'll fucking end you you dick and he's just proper abusive and Kind of gets himself on the mend, mm-hmm. and then straight away he's just like he, he, he just he cannot help it, and that's why I think he's obviously planting the tracker on him mm-hmm. so that I'll fucking get you next time, Aye. and he but does. So. There's like the scene where they they're mourning the obviously the dead fiance, and he says that he's talking to himself and says I'm going to find the person that does this, and they're going to feel the pain a thousand times more. And they said no, they're going to feel the pain ten thousand times more than you felt. And it was getting to the point where it's like he just stops and then leaves, leaves some money for him to get repaid, <laughs> gets his fucking <laughs> his wounds licked, mm. send him back out into battle so he could find him and hurt him again. <laughs> but um, on the, the part with the the fiance, it's like when they discover a severed head in the river. Uh, it's just like shocking it's like, it looks like a so such a realistic set of head mm. like when it turns around it just looks like as if the woman's underwater and she's just turning her head but it's, mm-hmm. it's just unnerving mm-hmm. and it's also just like, it's like what he wears as well he's um i wouldn't really go as far as saying maybe tyler Durdenish, but you know like when he's wearing like the footy top and that and he just looks like he's you know just kicking about when he goes in the hospital and then he just Within minutes, he's all over like the nurse, you know. Aye, threatening the old fucking doctor, mm. where he's like, uh, basically finding the fucking plot holes in his story where he broke his wrist playing a soccer injury. He's like playing soccer with your fists, no. <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck do you, do you think I'm your son? Yeah, you can talk to me like that." He's like, "Come here, come here, take your glasses off." It's like yeah, he has like the good enough sense. Like, I won't hit a man with glasses. Take them off. It's like he's going to give him a right severe beat, and then the nurse gave us. He's like, "Hey, your prescription's ready." I'm positive he's done something to that doctor. Like you never saw it, but like, no, it's like I thought he was going to do something, and she came and said, "I could either kill him or fuck that." It could even be quite cowardly as well. Do not not want to really go toe to toe with a bloke, even if it's an old doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I suppose well, they're all serial killers, isn't it? They always at the start off with someone weaker than them. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I know personally, but you know, like, they kind of always oh, <laughs> kill them. Really like, cruel animals, and that when they're younger, um, <laughs> and they, they kind of work up in that. And mm-hmm. whether or not even just that, and it gets to that point where he's not had that fix of killing that he's like that oh, well fuck this I'm just gonna go balls out mm-hmm. 
And it does like have that great moment because it is basically in, in the, the wee nurse's office is like the first scene where you realise Lee Byung Hung is like basically stopping like appearing mm. when he's getting ready to do something really awful and fucking appeared with a fire extinguisher and just belts him across the oh, face with that it. Is so fu- it just sounds so fucking sore. Aye. And it's a great shot as well because he's standing there being blown by that poor nurse and it's just the door on his shoulder just opens up and it's the white light and he's standing there and you see the big fucking extinguisher in his hand and just him walking up mm. fucking bats him. And like, great camera shots where... Um, he smashes his head into like the medicine cabinet, but the camera's in the medicine cam uh, cabinet, so it zooms out and you just see his head going through the glass and, mm. and the cringe-worthy moments of sticking the the, the scalpel in his heel and pulling yeah. <laughs> the blade out. Achilles. Like, the, oh. the most crustiest, realistic foot. It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that looks like a serial killer's foot. <laughs> oh, and it is. He just basically. Beating the dude to shit, and then looked at the nurse, said, "Right, you, you better patch him up. Just mm. Patch him up first. Yeah. <laughs> no, same... it's like she was waiting on the way, was it? Ah, yeah, like, the nurse, you'll be needed. But I suppose he's getting a wee bit cold there, isn't he? I mean, just kind of he's now just become just like so fixated on him. Ah, keeping this like, going, even That's... though she's just suffered a fucking a trauma. Is like, no, no, get him fixed first. Mm. That's the main point, and then he can go and cry and get counselling or whatever. Mm. Aye, aye. And that's kind of a, a, like the whole um, part of Chan Week thing where, like we were saying before, can, where's that tipping point where uh, he becomes a bad guy mm-hmm. and he's no longer like somebody that he can kind of back and get Getting, getting vengeance, mm-hmm. like revenge essentially, but now it's like he's basically, well that's the thing, it just the, the blurs the line of... Fucking I saw the devil and was like, well, which one? By the film's finished, yeah, yeah. which one's the devil? I mean, did any feel kind of feel sorry for him? Like, for, for Choi Min Sik? Like, what? Possibly the scene at the very end where Aye. his family's on the outside and he's fucking rigged up to the guillotine. Mm. Was, I thought that was fucking ace. Like, like, that was like the ultimate humiliation. Like, it was sort of like to the point where he was like, just kill me. He's like, and then the novel made things worse for you. Like, even though I've like stabbed you in the mouth with like a screwdriver and put a fag out on you. <laughs> like I'm just being a dick now. Like, right? And I phoned your mum and dad's like, No! No! No 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 I don't really could have done this! No! <laughs> it's just, like I liked his dad when he went around there pretending that he was the insurance guy. Ah, he's, he's, fucking, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> ah, and then he's like, wait, if he dies, does that mean the money falls back onto us? Mm. And he sets up, even the mum's like, oh, real money? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, felt bad now, not really. <laughs> but just before that, uh, obviously Lee Byung Han was trying to narrow down the suspects. Yeah. And like the first one is like the Dude sitting jerking it in his fucking <laughs> his fucking porn cave, <laughs> and his fucking <laughs> the, the the machine cuts out, and he's sitting wiping his hands on the pillow <laughs> before checking to see what's wrong. <laughs> and it's just the fact that he gets he is just this weak little man that gets beat up, and he chokes him out a little bit, mm. ties him to the chair. It's just the fact that you get this clear shot of his junk being mm. wrecked by a fucking <laughs> wrench. <laughs> and 
the first strike, you see everything clearly move to one side, <laughs> then it hits again, then it all clearly <laughs> moves to another side, and like, oh, <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> I've just, uh, just nicely cleared that from my mind. I think it was just that fucking disturbing like that. Just had a mind blank, <laughs> and it's that, just, that just reminded me that now that I'd not, that never happened. <laughs> and then it was sort of just like a montage of his assault on the fucking uh, the possible culprits, like like the dude on his moped maybe mm. drives up behind him and just knocks him clear off it, goes around, kicks him in the face. So it's is it kicking him or punched him in the face? Does he kick his visor off, like, or does he punch his visor? Uh, no, off I think he just flick. I think he gives him a few kicks in the ribs and flips his visor up. I thought he like gave him like an absolute boot and like knocked the visor up. Yeah. Uh, well, I, he does. I think he stops because he pulls out the photo and compares the yeah. two to make sure it's the right guy. And that was that. Like he never tortured him to disbelief. I think that's just like rather than extend this film out because the movie is two and a half hours long so it does run on for quite a while so this is probably part for their just never feels like it because you you just kind of I just enjoyed it so much you kind of like you kind of don't want to stop on a way it's like oh I could watch this forever part of me almost feels like I reckon if it it just plays for like your your own fears, but sometimes I feel just towards the end it goes a little bit too far. Where, okay, uh, Troyman's six characters like getting ready to hand himself in, but he has unfinished business, and he goes back to the fucking family home, beats the dads, mm. fucking caves his face in with a fucking dumbbell, and then the daughter happens to walk into the house, and he takes her off as well. And just points where that just was just leaving me feel so uneasy. Just the fact that he's just going back, maybe like just going back to the origin and fucking definitely destroying Lee Young Hun's life. Like yeah. tell his fiance, let's take the rest of her family. Mm. And it's just like this sort of horrible, uneasy feeling of like him, like the home invasion type of thing, where Lee Young Hun's on the phone, desperate to fucking warn the dad, but they're fucking twenty six ringing the doorbell. And the guy's like, which one do I answer? And they're like, answer the phone! Answer the phone! Don't know! And it's just too late. And you see those sickly shots of him mm. being punched in the face with a dumbbell on his face caving. It's like... <laughs> yeah. But that's the whole kind of consequences for his actions, though, isn't it? I think. Yeah. And the whole point where if you inflict that much damage on somebody, there's, al- there's always going to be yeah, someone coming back on you. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aye, but I was just like, I kind of felt fine for most of it, but just those points towards the end, I was just like, oh, like, it's just a film that kind of pushes its limits. Like, easy enough, like, probably saying for, like, watching the film with your partner, and first bloody hit, she's probably covering, like, covering her face, and I was like, you know, just stay like that for the next two hours. <laughs> but uh, I guess it gets to the point where even, like, that was my own limits going, oh, this is just getting too fucking. Much for me, but yeah. at least when he's hitting the woman with the hammer, it's like the hairs, yeah, hair and you can't really see with the damage that's getting done, kind of thing. But when mm. he's doing that guy's face, in, it's, like, it's just yeah. a shot of his face, and his face is getting darker. Changing as it's... as it's getting battered. Aye, and it's always a thing that you kind of left wondering what happened to the other sister. Like she was just found in an alley in bed sheets, mm. bruised, 
But it just felt like I reckon if this is like a time thing where they couldn't focus on that more, or if they just didn't want to keep mm, or pushing another thing where it's been cut out because it was too graphic or something. Like that. Possibly, like I do know in some cuts the sex scene, the the actually only other sex scene in like the cannibal's mm. house, it's cut from some some movies. Like that seems to be the the shocking thing for some countries is the sex scene. Mm. But all the violence was kept in it. It was the sex scene that was removed. It all just kind of just depends on, on your censorship laws, really, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. the hours are still kind of strict. Yeah, more violence. Yeah. But I think whether or not it's, a lot of the violence could be kept in because it's an integral part of the story, really. Yeah. yeah. And that's his way of kind of... He, he knows he can't kill him, so he's just got to kind of take it all out on him as, as much as he can without crossing that line and hence why he's not going to kill him he's going to put him in that position where he can kind of do what he's doing walk away and not have to deal with the aftermath of Mm -hmm. what's happened because I think uh, even does he not come close to losing his job as well as the the, worst of all he's like a school bus driver no leave young man because they know like because they say, like, take a month off, you need any time off, but... And he's like, he four uses it. <laughs> and he's like, I'll be back in two weeks. And he's like, right, don't do anything silly. And then, also there's this fucking trail of bodies, and he's like, are, are you part of this? Like, are you... And it does, it kind of... No, it was like, no, like, the police chief was after him. It's like, he's in, like, he was in, like, a higher thing. He was, like, Homeland Security or something like that. Ah. And it was just, like, the local police chief was after him. Ah, I don't know what it was. It was... After leave young hun. Aye. Um if for what he was for what he done to the two the other the other aye, two I guess, it was aye, aye, because that was like the torturing those two guys was brought up on the, their radar because was all the bodies were being brought in. The same with like the cannibal couple, aye. like they were in the hospital when they got brought in. So aye, I guess it does bring him up on their their radar as well. Because yeah. I, I didn't remember that being quite brutal as well, wasn't it? Like the the shit and. Hi, we'll try and talk about all that stuff. The new then, like, obviously, Lee Young Hun has a bit of a rough journey. We'll talk about the taxi scene in a minute. Mm. But uh, obviously, he he manages to hitch a ride with like the army and gets him to like that. Oh, yeah, I was just like, oh fuck it, what's he going to do now? He can't fucking kill an army. How's he going to get me this? For people. <laughs> so they drop him off at like this mansion and. I'm under the impression that this cannibal couple have killed the owners because they have a woman locked up in the aye, kitchen. Aye, no, he does say he have, like, we only like, wanted to stay for a couple of days, but he had to say, no, he had to be a cheeky bitch or something. Aye, like, oh. <laughs> and there was that brilliant moment where she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, oh, you should have said it sooner. Aye. Oh, sorry makes up for everything. Aye. Brilliant. And then he's like, no, put you on a dog leash. It's <laughs> <laughs> said, like, just take the arms, the legs, and, like, or the head, arms, legs, the, the way he was oh, yeah, basically for dissecting the woman. Yeah. And it's just that great moment where he's in the kitchen, sharpening the knife, he's got the woman ready, then a CD player cuts it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, it's like his rhythm, he needs just to, like he's just doing his piece, he just likes to listen to his music and it stops and he's like sitting, like bashing the CD player, wondering what's going on. <laughs> and then it cuts, <laughs> goes back on and it's like, ah oh, right, turns around and the woman's gone and it's just like 
oh <laughs> and then there's fucking Lee Byung Hun in his parker and mm. it's this great fucking moment where like he just says right I was like how did you get in here without making no noise mm. <laughs> it's like he calls him out it was like the same question as the audience did I thought that was a reference to the dogs it's like why he was keeping dogs all around the house mm. right because I, I wouldn't think that if it was like like the woman that they had you wouldn't think she would be an owner of the fucking wild dogs like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just assumed that he had the wild dogs and turned them well. Aye, possibly the flesh, like they were probably getting the bones. Yeah, and they mm. could dispose of the fucking leftovers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it comes to that, that great scene where he basically kind of beats the dude down, uh, chains him up in the dog collar, tells him the way he's going to decide, dissect him. Mm-hmm. And I think I have, like, the wee fist fight altercation and Lee Byung Hun still seems to be amazing hand to hand combat dude and just like just see him like break his fist like bends it down you see uh, the, the bone then, crunch they kind of swivel like, swivel it or something ah, like, twist. You, see the, you see the bones like moving around the other side of his wrist <laughs> <laughs> and then he just fucking picks up the, the screwdriver and just jams it through the dude's oh, fist so screwdriver or um, ice pick or some shit like that aye aye and he just fucking just booms right in the dude's fist <laughs> and it's just and they all they do it so well because the dude's fingers wriggle as it goes in it just mm. the realism just is fucking mm. unhinged <laughs> <laughs> and and then it, they just fought the throw in this little dark comedy moment obviously oh, right I'm going to have to pull the screwdriver out it's like <laughs> and he's pulling it going ah ah and then, the, then this fucking cock port Nope, cock pork. <laughs> cork, pop, sound effect as the fucking handle comes off. And it's just this dead sound going, pop. And he's like, can't believe that just happened. And it, like, I'm sure fucking cinemas would have erupted with laughter with just that one moment. Just this fucking sly little bit of dark humour. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's what sort of needed as well, though, in any kind of cinema. You've kind of got that. And, and then if dark, you get that like, kind of even just a laugh as opposed to kind of like scare, off that tension. Ah, you get that big sort of release. Let you see like basically prepares you for what else is going to happen ah, next. Give you a chance to kind of catch your breath and go right okay what the fuck's next. <laughs> and they, like that dude was like basically a, an integral part of the plot as he kind of reveals to Troyman Six character like he's doing what we're doing like we're hunters we're hunting people he's hunting you now mm-hmm. and he's hunting you good he's he's got you fucking caught boy and like he knows what you're up to and like it kind of brings on like that realisation mm-hmm. for Troyman Six card he's, oh does he know originally think that he's a serial killer as well like he's one of us he's he, but he's he's, hunt, he's a hunter like us he's, possibly I, I reckon if it's just the fact that it just keeps reappearing and torturing Troyman Six like you find it and then you let go. So like fishing, like you've not mm. got to kill the fish, you just got to let go and you've got to bring it back in. Mm. But it just kind of sets up that point where basically it's like sort of the three of them, like uh, Troy Sick, the f- flesh-eating dude and his wench. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> toy. I like <laughs> just passes the Troy Sick. Mm. I just love that she's not satisfied. It's like a little bit more, a little bit more. It's like he's trying to get the shit the fuck up. Ah, he's like jamming fingers in her mouth. And... No, he's like covering her mouth or something. She's like, oh. And then it's like close to tentacle porn as their tongues are fucking lashing <laughs> over each other's faces. <laughs> but like once 
Lee Byung Hun's character like infiltrates like the manor and yeah. beats that dude and uh, fucking Choi Min Six Six Sense kicks in. He realizes the dude's here, hmm. gets the shotgun, and again with like great sound effects, so just the fucking shotgun blast, and, like blowing a hole in the kitchen, and yeah. it has that qu- quite that great wee camera following uh, Lee Byung Hun as he runs and dives at the window, and like, the camera goes with him, yeah. and then all of a sudden as fucking parkour dude running up the walls jumping, yeah. <laughs> like, you just like. <laughs> Like, fine, just be skilled at that as well. <laughs> Super secret agent man. <laughs> and it just... It's almost just like a, a wee demented Home Alone moment where mm. looking at the booby traps and the fish hooks mm. scars that across the floor. And, of course, uh, Joyman Six running about barefoot mm. up the stairs. And, it's just, <laughs> and it just shows you that shot of his foot standing flat mm. doing on top of the fish hooks. And it's like the <laughs> just the fucking shot of him falling down onto the rest of them, <laughs> and leaving him also going on to fucking blast him. I thought it was pretty intense, like where he's like, like trying to get the gun up quick enough, and he's running at him trying to fucking get that him before wow, he could do yeah, that. Now like he just like he just gets to him and like knocks the gun just I, as he fires and it shoots up in the roof and, just above. Ah, the fucking ceiling just turns to like the mm. dust. It's just. Like the building's fucking made out of straw, it's just a big fucking explosion. <laughs> and uh, the point I thought you made earlier about maybe Choi Min Sik being a fucking weak hit mm. was this part I thought now when Lee Byung Hun's battering the fuck at them with. I'm guessing it's just like a plastic tube. I know, it's meant to be, I think it's meant to be metal just for the bit where he's like, at the, the last hit of the bit breaks off and you hear it going clink clink. Right, I Can thought it like, was being like a metal head or something. I thought it was like just a cheap plastic brush they just sent. Like, there's a bit over a dozen times it's hitting this oh, dude on the head. Right. And then there's like a wee effect of just like a wee straw spitting blood. There's <laughs> a wee spit of blood and the knackering him and his pal. And fucking one-two punch to the bitch that cuts up. That was done quick. She fucking tries to cut him like... And she's doing it with bloody... <laughs> no, it's still alright, but she doesn't say what they've the punishment. <laughs> she sees what she's done to the her fucking man. <laughs> so I'm just going to play dead for now. Mm-hmm. But I'll rewind it back to one of my favourite moments of the film is uh, Choi Min Sik like, getting a, a fucking lift for the, the worst, the scariest fucking cabbie drivers ever. <laughs> like, it... It's almost like it's, this is another movie within a movie. Yeah. Like it gives you the impression Korea is just filled with serial killers. <laughs> They've got nothing else to do but kill each other and fucking like. There's not enough jobs. I'll just kill him and take his job. Yeah, I'm some taxi driver now. <laughs> See if I could kill maybe a milkman tomorrow. <laughs> and as like he he gets a ride for the fucking taxi driver and he's sitting there and the camera does this great panning shot where it looks down and it shows you that they must have their license like printed out and sellotaped to the dashboard mm. and you just see this older gentleman with fucking his hair brushed to one side then it cuts to this young dude with short spiky hair who's really happy for him to be there <laughs> like so oh the Miss Pirouette fucking Tasha and then it fucking <laughs> turns around to the fucking scary bug eyed dude in the background oh he like, was disgusting like <laughs> it's like whoa I wouldn't let him some <laughs> hymn in the world like that, that, I, I just dropped me off here lads it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like monster meets monster and it's like those dudes are the unlucky ones the fact that they picked up a fucking scarier serial killer 
and like basically he just like kind of shows off as like the fucking alpha male like he pulls off his hat to show his wounds yeah. and talks about he's like I think I've had a good day and the guy's kind of laughing and he's talking about the shit day that he's had and then the dude in the back in the back seat's up slowly pulling out his knife mm. and fucking chiming sick uh, was it the small blade that he took for the school bus Ah, it was something they found in his last thing. Ah, it was like the school the bus. bus. Yeah. I just like grabbed that for the wee glove compartment. Like just the small little fucking knife, and then he just this frantic ten second scene of him diving over to the back seat, stabbing the dude in the chest, turning around, stabbing the driver in the back. Mm-hmm. No, it starts by stabbing the driver straight in the neck. Yeah. Like mm. he fucking punches him first. That's what they have. It's like the films like promoting Koreans are solid as fuck. <laughs> so it doesn't matter who you, who you right. are in this film, you can take stabbed in the neck, but he still managed to drive that taxi. Like, I'm just trying to fight him off at the same time. So yeah. I was stabbed in the neck, I was like, boop, boop. Let's leave it later, I think I'm done. Like, that should have just, dude, lights it. That dude should have just rolled in the car. just fucking pretending. Just don't do it anymore. I know. But it was just, it's just that vicious, and the camera just goes into this fucking continual 360 angle yeah. I'd actually love to see how they've done that scene mm. obviously there must be a taxi on a sound stage somewhere but mm. just this swivelling camera catching all the fucking action of punching the dude in the neck with a knife then leaning through stabbing that dude a couple of times then going back to the driver stabbing him in the back a couple of times then back to that dude it's like all, it looked like all three of them were stabbing each other <laughs> it was just like, like how the fuck did this guy go get stabbed ah it was like fucking shank fest and just, just, <laughs> all they was drilling each other with fucking knives <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just that is like one of my fucking favourite moments for that trailer well for the movie yeah. I always remember it because I saw the red band trailer for it first and just seen that crazy fucking violence it never showed you a lot of the heads being smashed in but it was like a, the fucking guns going off and then just that frantic threesome in the taxi. Uh. <laughs> and it's just like, this film looks fucking amazing <laughs> just for like that scene alone. Yeah. So, uh, let's see if I've got some of these points I've not brought up yet. I possibly, towards the end when the tables get turned once again, and basically the ball goes back into Choyman Six Court. He knows he's got the capsule in him and he knows how to get it. How does he discover it again? So that dumb motherfucking agent comes in and it's like said, Oh, the only way to get rid of that capsule is if it gets real bad diarrhea. I said, Shut up. Uh, Don't worry, he's uh, he's gonna be out for days. because uh, they're both in hospital after <laughs> locking all the piles out and he, of course he's there's only a curtain separating the two and he's mm. lying there just fucking supposedly brain dead Pretend, uh, but he just basically found out the information that he's got a tracking device implanted in him that was that was an air like, non-violent cringy moment <laughs> uh, when he starts talking to him yeah no what? further on when he, when he tries to where he gets a probe out oh, right. and he like takes about 300 million fucking laxatives and the, the, the wateriest <laughs> shit <laughs> hands right in there right under the fucking about it's like the uh, bowl's that size and it's fucking food. Like a lasagna, like, like a big tray of lasagna. <laughs> deep in it trying to find this fucking probe. But I think, like, the part I was talking about there is this. The scary part is, like, the realisation, like, there's nothing horrific going on, but this dude now knows, like, he somehow knows. He, you could hear me. I, I know you're talking, like, I know you could hear me. And he's just telling him, 
like your fiance was begging for her life. Like she even told me that like, she had a child and then like, chopped her head off, mm. and they just basically broke the dude. Mm. And it's just him walking into the fucking uh, shop, grabbing the laxatives, talking to himself, mm. just basically saying he knows like the game's up, mm. and seeing that dude fucking break and like what the fuck are you gonna do now? Like then just got to get there as quick as possible and basically end it. Mm, he's like saying like I hope you're close. Aye, this fucking guy's gonna die. Because he's him as a fucking a distraction to escape kind of thing where he stabs the pharmacist. Ah, the that poor bastard. <laughs> like it was so good to him. I was telling him where the fucking laxatives were. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like it's just those shots of just somebody lying in that deep fucking red. It's just ah, uh, just the blood just pouring at the dude's neck. Mm. It's just like fucking everyone's expendable in this film, <laughs> and. Even the fucking poor taxi driver that's coming in to take a piss. And he gets fucking <laughs> like, battered. Like, the dude closes the door behind him and then it opens and it's just Choi Min-sik with a fucking, <laughs> like, a, a brush. And just battering the dude across the face and the blood spraying over the place and just keeps fucking beating the dude to a coma. And then just sticks a little shit covered pill in his mouth. The now you're the guinea pig. And he fucking fucks off in the taxi, puts the sunglasses on, strokes his hair back and it's like... Oh, this dude is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the great bit where essentially the music, like the orchestra, the symphony is getting it more intense and intense. Basically him revealing that he's given himself in now. Mm. And, like, it's just that great setup where like he he just drives in the shot. All the police, like he, he's phoned the police, he's told them what he's done and he's come pick me up here. Mm. And oh, Lee Byung-Hun's basically gotten the same message like for like his informant, the like his inside guy that got him all these gadgets and that in the first place, mm. and it's just that race of who's going to get to the dude first. And no, I was there. He'd tell him himself that he was going to sell it, saying that you're not going to. Oh no, he was going to do it. But he had some finish. business to do first. Aye, but then that's before, that's what he was telling him when he was going to the pharmacy. I'm going home myself, and you won't be able to get your revenge. Right, you won't be able to get your payback for your wife because I fucking chopped her head off and. And you, I'm going to be behind bars and you're going to be able to get me. Dissected your unborn child. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I might have picked up wrong, but it's just when he gets to that scene and it's, it's just his fucking reveal because obviously this was after he, like, he's, he's wearing like the dad's jacket and um, it's just the shot like the car door opens and his leg comes out and it's soaked in blood and it's like he had like white plimsolls on and they're caked in blood as well. And it's it's just it's fresh blood. Like, yeah, your skin is just um. Aye, and it's just him standing out, and his skin's basically tanned with this blood. Yeah. And he's just smoking a fag, waving the bloody dagger, and yeah. just like like if you're looking for a killer, that's your fucking killer right there. <laughs> like like just looking as illegal as possible. <laughs> just like fuck, if we couldn't find the killer, it's like what's going on? But it just cuts to that shot of Lee Byung Han sitting in the jeep. Like staring him down, mm. like he's there, he's ready, and he fucking rips the door off. And he tears off a big pile of bricks randomly lying in the road, mm-hmm. and just belts down, grabs him, and basically, like, just takes fucking switches the tables around once more, and basically putting the ball back in the Young Hun's court. Yeah. And I guess well, that's this is getting to the end of the film, where it is like that grave execution of 
Uh, the saw style execution. Ah, he's sitting with the, the guillotine blade. And yeah. R- with a wee fucking rigged up system of ropes. And it's like you would be fine if they did they try to get in the door. Mm-hmm. But with them trying to get in the door, it's putting the fucking rope out of his mouth. Aye. Ah, yeah. <laughs> stopping the fucking guillotine. I'd have to say, if it was me in that moment, I would just go, let go of the rope. Just. Let you die. Ah, just like before the shame of my fucking family coming in, and was like the next thing, no one there, there, it's like, there, there, oh fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> just like at the door, like, go, it's like, uh, I regret nothing! <laughs> <laughs> my head rolling to the door to meet them. Good. Was he not also a dad as well? Ah, he had, he had that son now. Oh, he's like, he left his bastard child with his fucking, <laughs> his mom, Paul. <laughs> And he didn't want he did what he didn't want his kid to see as well or something. Aye, aye, like they're all at the door and like like basically once he realised like he just that kind of mad panic. That was like his like humanity kicking in. Aye, aye. And it's just that it's still quite brutal as they're trying to pull it and he's trying to hold it back and okay. it was the fucking handle broke in his mouth and you thought it was the point where his teeth were gonna start breaking next. Yeah. But it just stops and chops and <laughs> the fucking head rolls out. Yeah. And just, I guess, a bloody end to it, and then it cuts to Lee Byung Hun just walking off into the distance, putting the, the he- earphones in. Like it basically, no, essentially, list- well, because he was listening to him dying, and then he takes him out and then he just breaks down and starts greeting him in the middle of the street. Aye, like that, that's basically like the, 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 the release, the pressure. Aye, it's over, like this. It's, you've done it, it's all over, like, <laughs> your family's gone. Yeah. Like, they just sort of, like, the, the realisation of, was it worth everything? And we'll say, yes, it was worth it. It was quite quite entertaining, actually. <laughs> Thoroughly awesome film. <laughs> <laughs> it totally was worth it. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant and blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him back as a zombie for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Like I saw a devil zombie. He's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought it was like make his son the next fucking serial killer because he did look fucking freaky in that film. Like when oh, he just went, his boy. Kid. No, it's like when he went out to ask him if he could where his dad was. Nah, like, oh, you just <laughs> like my bastard dad. He's probably chopping up a schoolgirl as we speak. Like, Whoa, <laughs> that's lucky fellow. <laughs> But, oh, how have we not spoke about that very first bit? Like, when he has the girl in, like, that fucking grow house. And basically when Lee Byung-hun finds Choi Min-sik. Mm. And it's just, like, that great shot of, like, when all the lights go on and it's leading, din, 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 then the last light comes on and he's fucking standing there like his G.I. Joe action figure. Mm. <laughs> like, Shadow Storm's here to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, that quick uh, fight, like, Trim and Sick runs with the fucking blades, the wee skimter and second or whatever. Yeah. And just just that, that quick confrontation where he just basically breaks him, mashes him with a rock, uh, chokes him out, like fucking like a UFC, UFC style hold and with like a black of fucking bag over his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> this is, is this a short film? This dude just fucking finished him. <laughs> <laughs> and then just obviously implanted the cap show that we we sachet of milk. <laughs> yeah, I think they came up with that one. I think it was something that would, it would just forcibly it. make him swallow. I think so. That it would just take him liquid to make him get swallow. his reflex going. So, but like it's just like that great that set up the the, the set and 
the running, the kick, just the line just really like worked well for just this the confrontation. Oh, and it goes to slice him and it cuts the cuts the, the wire so the lights are now flickering. Oh, really? It's it's almost like that's the moment you're waiting like in your typical cat and mouse movie, that's the that's moment like, that happens at the end, the reveal, the face to face. This is like twenty minutes in and like and that's when you realise this isn't the typical cat yeah. and mouse fucking revenge. I think it kind of shows that, um, like, Choi Min Six kind of kind of underestimates him because obviously he's running at him like that, right. thinking whether well, or not just that. The guy's he's, he's on such a rush from ah. kind of getting ready to rape the girl. Aye, he's just like, well, fuck it, let's have it then. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, that, nah, boom. Ah. And then he's a bit like, holy shit, he might be worth a wee bit of, he might be a wee bit of fun. And it was like that moment where he's like, are you a cop? Are you a cop? You're not a cop, are you? <laughs> and then they basically sussed him as just this wee quiet dude and <laughs> like running out. So it's it is sort of like a minimal cast. There's really just 10 people to this movie. I think we'll just go into like the trivia now. Hey, what did you just think about the guy getting his mouth told off? This was the the fleshy inside kick when he was in hospital mm. and basically now that like, he shot the pill out and there was he's, he's off, off, off the radar now yeah, so you he, pissed off the wrong guy and he says what's he gonna do and he's like well he's probably gonna finish his business and mm. then hand himself in but he, he likes to be he likes the pleasure before pain and then just starts laughing and leave your hand and just creeps and grabs like the Tapping bottom jaw, mm. just gives all these cheap to him. Ah, you just see the it just cave and ripped uh, in, and the, all the blood gushing out, uh, and the guy just fucking chokes. Like how does he? How is he able to walk out the fucking hospital? This, Where's the police when this happens? They can't handcuffed the fucking donut break. The fucking Koreans and the Krispy Kremes. No, no, no. I would just be that moment of sitting ripping this dude's face open if the just looks at the wound, just punches her just to make sure she doesn't wake up. <laughs> just double check. Right? Back to you. It would be better if she see her in the back room open right and she's shocking. It's cool. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Actually, in a fucking spoof movie fashion, if I'd him ripping the dude's eye, uh, dude, dude's face open. And she's opening then on a fucking magical third fist just punches her <laughs> without him turning around. The fist just pops her in the face. Mm. <laughs> it cuts back to him just ripping her open. No, him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's a different style of ripping it all together. A ripping and a tearing. So, yes. Um, that is that film thoroughly, thoroughly dissected. Uh, oh, fuck that. We've not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the audiobook version. Yeah. <laughs> all done, but... Uh, film was originally released 12th August 2010 it made it to the UK shores on the 29th of April 2011 um, there's so many different cuts to the film to all, each different country Like I think America has a cut we have a cut Korea's got its own cut and there's director's versions but it's only stuff that's just released in Korea yeah. we have our international version and that's it like the, I do think there is this, like maybe this director's cut that suppose in Korea could be the, fucking unedited, cra- unedited, crazy, mm. censored in cinemas type mm. of deal. Yeah. But like it's, it's, I think DVDs released in Korea is like just not a big deal. Like in Korea there is, there's no HMV, there's no things like that. You, 
there is for Skyfall and everything, like, every, everything else back to Korean cinema in Korea. Like you can't walk into the Korean HMV and pick up all your Kim Jong Un films. Yeah, because they went bankrupt. They went in the receivership. I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> <laughs> they but, closed all their Korean stores. <laughs> for the impression of what I heard about guys going over into Korea, it's like it's not a fucking store. Sh- Filled to the walls with Korean cinemas. Like, yeah. I think there's a print of the DVD, and once it's done, it's done. It's like they've got white envy. It's like they just like love, the, love like the, the whitey, whitey. The crispy cream Caucasians. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck about the ring game. Possibly. Um, awards. Uh, was nominated for 26 awards fuck. across the world. And it got away with 16. That's good. <laughs> uh, Lee Young hun getting... Uh, Grand Prize Award for Film at the 47th Baked Sang Art Art Awards. Uh, other notable ones include... for? Um, <laughs> just Grand Prize Award for Film is the way it's been listed. Oh, huh. there's no extra so, Maybe Best Actor. Hmm. Uh, at the 31st Blue Dragon Film Awards, which is like Korea's... Big film ceremony. Okay, Aye, it did get best cinematography, best music, and best lighting. Hmm. Uh, there's an there's a award category for lighting. So England's <laughs> got that in Academy Awards because Hugo's got that. <laughs> no, it's like it's got well, five like, Academy Awards and it's like fucking lighting. Things I've never fucking held it. <laughs> Uses of smoke. <laughs> Sepia tone to movies. <laughs> um. It's good to see that uh, Choi Min Sik got a Best Actor award at the Thirteenth Directors Cut Awards. Like just awards across the world here, so it is. Yeah. And at the, I'm not going to say that one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> see it. Festival International du Film de Fantastique de Gérard Deme, oh, and it won the International Critics Choice, the Young Jury Award, and the Public Choice Awards. That mm-hmm. year, so I got three awards there. At the first Fan uh, Sporto Film Festival, it got uh, Kim Ji Win got director in the best fantasy section, fantasy category. We got best director. Class that fantasy. That is very real. Yeah. <laughs> and it also got the Oriental Express sidebar for best film. They're like that's a wrestling move. The Oriental <laughs> Express sidebar. Go on. That's <laughs> I like was just what... thinking it was like attached to the Oriental Express. Just like it had a fucking movie poster on the side of the way. Like, vote for what you like. like tick. <laughs> no, I think it's like Takamichi Noku done an armbar. Oh. <laughs> oh, here comes Oriental Express! <laughs> Tap, bitch! But <laughs> just a so... fat Asian running out of something. Possibly. Here comes the Asian train. <laughs> here comes the Asian train. <laughs> what are you doing, sucker? I was going to look up our IMDB. Oh, sorry. Uh, Just the word housekeeping on your laptop. I thought I was going to try again. <laughs> um, so, IMDB rating for I Saw the Devil. The audience gave it 7.8 from roughly 35,000 votes. Yes. Okay. So, quite a lot. Yeah. And. Quite high, that's one point above A Better Sweet Life. Just one point? Well, they got 7.7. 7. Hmm. I thought so. you said 8. Ah, this has got 7.8. A oh, Better Sweet Life 8. got... 7. No, 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 sorry. 7.8. Right. 
Like he's kind of got his stride though in this one. This is more sort of like definitely more bang for your buck. Like, ah, it is just crazy with like intensity. Um, do we dare ask Rotten Tomatoes? Right, we'll try it once each. Right, what were we saying? Um, I'll just say, I guess it doesn't. Understand. I saw the devil. Did you really? <laughs> Have you been smoking crack? First time, motherfucker. <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh, there's no run top. No. <laughs> it's got everything up perfect from tomorrow. I I reckon how that worked perfect the first time. It was just fucking that... like cinema fucking box offices which you never talked about in any of this. Aye. <laughs> we do have stats here. Uh, I Saw the Devil was on the budget of six million and did get a uh, box office takings of twelve million. 700,000, so yeah. it doubled its money back. It did have a limited uh, cinema release over here and in America, so it only really amounted to, I think, $150,000 on a two-week run, mm-hmm. and that was starting two screens to five screens. I think one week it was 11 screens at most, and then it filtered back out, so it did have like a, a small cinema run. I think it did have a a short run over here in the UK as well. But again, it's your cinemas like Edinburgh or Glasgow and then nothing else mm-hmm. in between. It's been diesel in it though, I'm interested to. Because <laughs> that, this is so much entertaining than half the shit like Western cinema turn, mm-hmm. uh, like, mm-hmm. turns out. They just didn't, they're just too lazy to try and make that. They just um, try and make the big bucks. That's it, they just they didn't want to take any kind of risk. And Can we put Transformers in it? Uh, uh, <laughs> can we have like the Come out Dwayne Johnson fighting on a skiddy car. And <laughs> shit. And like, oh, why? Why do we even need that? I saw the devil, and his name's Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the devil. His oh. name's Michael Bay. <laughs> it's Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there a rotten tomato yeah. score for I saw the devil? Oh, I you to ask it. It doesn't tell you on the shit I gave me. Rotten tomato score. For I saw the devil. I don't know what you mean by rotten tomatoes scored for I'll buy devil. Let's go for the web search. Searching the web for rotten tomatoes scored for I'll buy devil. It doesn't even speak English, really. Oh, shit. Your turn. London. <laughs> New London. I saw the devil. Rotten tomatoes. <laughs> I saw the devil. Right. Oh. Think about that. Oh, what are you thinking? Here's what I found. Did I find I saw the devil? Uh, it looks like it's the Wikipedia. Oh, is it not that fucking wolf and wolf out? Wolf Rama Alpha, yeah. yeah. I got that's that. A, that's the shit I got too. Yeah. Fuck you, shit, your bad voice. How will I get this podcast? <laughs> fucking stop you. I'll slap the skin off your face. Right, normal web search for Eyes right. of the Devil. Why do you know how to do the fucking work? Just so you do something. Fuck you. You're a scum. Well, your segment is being cancelled now anyway because Rotten Tomatoes Siri doesn't work. Rotten Tomatoes scores Sail by Devil. Shout at the devil. The devil's reject. Fuck you. 
<laughs> I'm just going Fuck to... you, technology. So Fuck you. I'm an aggressive shit. <laughs> and I'm a pussycat at the same time. Fucking <laughs> 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 That's why I hate acres, because they're so cute looking. You said it like it was a secret. I'm an own shit. Well, the devil came and go. Let's go be our opening credit for a pussycat, really. And then the music starts. <laughs> I'll kill you. Well, heal that on the fucking podcast. It's over. I'll fucking chop me in your door. Oh, you're an ice pick. You'll be attached to this I just, table. I just brush the back of your neck and say, Oh, stop it. <laughs> I'm just a pussycat. <laughs> throwing whiskers at you. Wait, you want to kid this fucking ah, information, you cow? Tell me. Tell <laughs> you cow. I'll put my cow on the nose. Right, you want to kid? I'll put my slut cow on the nose. No, you put your slutty fucking cow on your fucking. It's just knickered your holes in them. You tight wear them prick. <laughs> right, I'm no fucking talking anywhere. Here's your answer. 79% fresh. Nice. By the critics, and 85% of users liked it. Yeah. Fair enough. There you go, you big pussy cat. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> biscuits. Fucking <laughs> just stuffed all the biscuits. <laughs> Get my back up a bit, biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, since that is our ratings on well the internet's response to I Saw the Devil it's now for us to rate the film on our Asian movie charts <clears throat> introduced back on uh, our Wohoo triad double bill yeah essentially our Asian cinema top 13 which is now being opened up to a top 15 so Andy I'm not I'll tell you, you type it. Aye. You fucking workhorse. This is mine. This is, this is Andy, and it's got the A for Asian. A for Asian. Aye. Zilla are a colour of yellow, but I'm not doing that. Oh, sick. <laughs> right, er. Uh, one should I put in first? Go for chronological order, so, Bear Sweet Life. Right, Bear Sweet Life will go in at number six. Below. Triad, but above Once Upon a Time in China and America. That's how I roll. That's by me. Stop caressing your keys and just fucking tight. Better. That's you in that fucking nutshell. <laughs> Alright, puss puss talk. Eyes <laughs> on the devil. I would put that at number two. Below Nom Nom Nom. And above, above. the Storm Riders. Fair enough. I might be a little similar here. I do think these films might uh, my top three might go along to Kim we Kim we do Kim we do <laughs> Kim G Woon top three possibly. I'm quite I'm a big fan of Ice or the Devils. So I'm giving that the number one spot. Every time he has an ice cream cone, he calls it fucking Kim Hyun-Bun or whatever his name is. He just fucking sucks the fucking tape. Oh! <laughs> nice tight buttons. Yeah. 
That's what you can say every time it has a roll. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bun. <laughs> you motherfucker. And yes, I'm going to put Better Sweet Life in at number three on my list. So, my top five now consists of I Saw the Devil, The Good, The Bad, The Weird, The Better Sweet Life, Dream Home, and Storm Riders. <laughs> Andy, your top five The Good, The Bad, and The Weird. I Saw the Devil, Storm Riders, Once Upon a Time in China, and Dream Home. Yeah. So, that is it. Lodged in Podcast and Fire. Movie chart history. <laughs> I better back up that file before we lose our history. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, let's turn this down. Let's. What, would, what do you mean? Finish this off with a little bit housekeeping. Right. I've. I've. I, I think. Am I? I'm going to take the rule of bullying here. If I ignore it, I'll go away. <laughs> so I'm just saying a fucking word. <laughs> I am entertaining your fucking your shit here. Right. Okay. I'll answer what you're doing tonight. You could be a dick fuck. Who's Kim? Then they fuck up. <laughs> it's on the internet. Type fucking podcast from fucking out of the internet. <laughs> it'll tell you when you can fucking listen to us. Ask Siri. Oh, yeah, it's Siri. Yeah, he'll tell you. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll ask you, you now. This, this what? You wanted to set After things on fire. Aye. Right. Podcast on fire. I don't know what that means. Oh. If you like, I can search the web for unclassified. <laughs> right. This is it. Podcast on fire. Dumb fucker. I found it was close. fire stations. <laughs> far from you. My podcast is on fire. It's a fire station number. Fuck you, silly. Could you twat a tweet on Twitter? I can't. You haven't set up your Twitter account yet. <laughs> oh! Silly. You're a fucking legend. That'll do, Pick. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> so, podcastonfire.com, facebook.com forward slash POF network, Twitter. Siri's not set an account up yet, supposedly. <laughs> but if it did, it would be twatting us a tweet on Twitter. Hit us up at Podcast on Fire or use the hashtag What's Korean Cinema. Uh, for iTunes, feel free to rate, berate, fillet, or hate us. What do you think, Siri? I don't see burial in Goragus in your address book. Burial is long ago. I don't know what you mean by. Illogical, kill yourself. Illogical, <laughs> kill yourself. Die. I don't know what that means. If you like, I can search the web for diary. <laughs> diary, you fucking prick. So that is our podcast and fire. Future reviews should include the best of Raw and Smackdown from 2012 and our take on the 2013 Royal Rumble. And... Can you read it, motherfucker? I've finished what I had to say. Right, that's enough. And uh, one last plug for Mass, MassMovieSideUK.com. I'll let Trevor take over for this one. Because <laughs> he's got rid of stuff. Um, check us out every Sunday. Uh, massmovieside.uk.com 
Um, always doing your requests. Uh, twi- that's a tweet on the Twitter. Hey! Oh, yeah. So you just lost the last one. That's what we We're on Facebook as well, just check us out. Yeah. yeah. So as always, a pleasure, boys. <laughs> That'll do. So, what do we say now? Try to pass. My fucking hair's just killing me, that's what I say. Oh, you big puss. Well, you look at the wall and you say, uh, you fucking <laughs> queen. <laughs> <laughs> Call me queen, puss. Alright. Uh, I'll get out of there, fucking car and I fucking. Queen of Bastards. Queen of Bastards. Anyway. I thought you said Queen of Bastards. <laughs> Forget Game of Thrones, look up the Queen of Bastards. <laughs> anyway, I've been your host for this evening. I'm Stuart Sutherland. Joining me, the easiest of A's, Andy Walker. And Trevor from Mass Moveside UK. Andy, you dick. Enough! <laughs> the name calling. You're a fucking skunk. <laughs>